Hello, and welcome to the Lessons from the Core podcast with your host, Lisa Kara. I'm so happy to have my guest on with me today. Krista Ranny is here. Hi, Krista. Hello. It's so nice to have you on. Um, we've been talking about getting together and getting this done. So I'm really happy to have you on. Uh, today, the episode, which is episode 20 of Lessons from the Core podcast, is sponsored by Krista's business, Sunflowers and Butterflies. So thanks again for being on. And thanks for taking the time out to come on and share some of your own lessons from the core with us. Absolutely. I'm pl- I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So Krista is an entrepreneur, a single mom to two amazing teenagers and an outdoors lover. She was diagnosed with fibromyalgia in 2018, though she had struggled undiagnosed for much of her 30s. She chose to manage her fibromyalgia by using healthy lifestyle living or healthy living instead of medication and she refuses to allow fibromyalgia to steal her life now she's passionate about sharing her healthy living journey with other women with fibromyalgia so they can live their best life ever so thanks so much for being on here today we've talked about how many of our clients have experienced chronic pain and uh, some as well with the fibromyalgia diagnosis so i'm really happy to have you on just to give us some tips on how to cope and uh how to best you know just kind of set our boundaries and reserve energy and all that thing all that kind of stuff um, and as well, you have my friends know I'm such a geek on opt-ins and email funnels and all that. And I love your guide. You have a fantastic guide. What is your the guide called? So the guide is owning your fibro. And basically it's going through the process of maybe you haven't dealt with it or maybe you have to coming to a place of acceptance. So it's kind of working through a lot of feelings and emotions that you may have with your fibromyalgia, um, whether you've been recently diagnosed, whether you've had it for a while, and it just kind of helps to bring all that to the surface. Okay, so a place for people to write and just get their thoughts out and process things. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, I love it. I love the guide. It looks awesome. And it's just such a nice thing to work through. And then do you also have a Facebook group where people can join? Yep. Healthy Living with Fibromyalgia is the name of the group. It's a private group, so you can ask to join and then I will allow you to join. Wonderful. And what kinds of resources do you have going on inside the group? Uh, So far, it's just a place for people to connect and to support each other in a positive way. Um, I really just want a, a environment that is supportive. Mm-hmm. So it's not is- a place to come and vent and complain. It's more of a let's do something about it place. Right, right. And a place where maybe you could find some recipes and just other tips yeah. and things like that, like just healthy living in general. Okay, yes. fantastic. Yes. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And you do have an upcoming course coming up. And we're going to link all of that um, in the show notes, because it's just, again, ways that we can get those resources and just find that community and support is so amazing. And I mean, it's something that, you know, we talked about 
uh, kind of off camera with, uh, you know, getting to that diagnosis, sometimes just dealing with doctors, we can have such a wide variety of experiences from very supportive people to people that it's taking months and years to get them to finally understand that, you know, there's something that needs to be addressed. So how is that process for you? I would say once we actually started the process, it probably took about three years, maybe. And in the meantime, I was going to specialists. Um, I was working with a natural doctor as well to see if things were, we could build other things up. Um, Mm -hmm. I had had an injury and I didn't ever recover from that injury. And so okay. things were what, just... What body part was the injury? I, I tore my calf muscle. Okay. Okay. That can be really painful. Like Achilles, like... Oh, uh, no. the, the actual muscle. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Were you... What were you doing? Was it something, a great story? Uh, not or... so great. <laughs> I was uh, running to get something and trying to beat my friend to get it and... I was the one who got injured. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Krista's competitive nature coming out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Some injuries, right. Are just can be so sudden. And so like what the just happened. Um, yeah. Yes. I've had yeah. a couple of those and I find, you know, for myself in the last five years, I've had two like major injuries, let's just say. One was a head injury, one was a hip injury. And the way things navigated through the medical system, because those two injuries, one was at my house, the head. Um, so there was absolutely, it wasn't a car accident, it wasn't WSAB, there was no insurance. It was every moment I wasn't working, we were just, you know, you're plummeting into, oh my gosh, there's, you know. So there was nothing my doctor had to sign she didn't care if she believed me or not. It was just, she was kind to me and did what she needed to do at the time. Hip injury happens on a movie set where I was working for fun. Um, what I thought would just be for fun, uh, you know, $14 an hour being, what's that called? Background. I was going to say backstage, whatever background and hurt my hip. So because it was on there or on the, you know, technically potentially could have been like WSIB. So because I had to go to her and say, okay, this is the thing, um, right off the bat, it was, oh, WSIB, potentially we don't believe this person. And I've seen that time and time again with clients, whether it was MVA, WSIB, any type of insurance claim, Um, the way certain medical professionals suddenly look at the patient, uh, is, is such a barrier to getting proper treatment, to being heard, to getting proper care. Uh, it's unbelievable. And it's, it's such a shame. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, when you're taking that long to get to the bottom of something or, finally getting certain testing done. Um, yeah, that can be very frustrating. So as it sounds now, like with the body, what are, what are the main areas that give you a lot of troubles? Like neck? Um, as it is now, because I've been put in my, I've put myself in such a good place for, I've been off work for almost three years now. So I've really been able to listen to my body, listen to what it needs. Mm -hmm. Um, 
shape my environment that is suitable for me. And um, as a result of that, I've reduced my pain, I've reduced my headaches, I've reduced um, a lot of the other common symptoms of fibromyalgia, and I can manage them better now. And the brain fog, do you find you get some of that and just managing fatigue? Um, It's all there. And I am aware very much of my own triggers. Mm-hmm. So I'm aware of when I need to stop or when I need to put myself in a different position, uh, situation or environment. Um, right. so, so a lot of, modifying. I still do struggle with, yeah, I still struggle with a lot of the symptoms, but I manage them so much better and they're not as big as they used to be. Okay. Yes. And I guess, as you said, with doing a lot of pacing and, you know, listening to your body and, and that's a case where, you know, doing things that you're bringing your bringing you into that mindful moment. So whether it's breathing exercises or walking or any type of like meditation and movement, um, do you find that's top on your list of things that are in that kind of toolbox? Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. 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 And we've had a a nice chance to do some Pilates together online. The beauty of uh, being able to meet up online because we're a bit of a ways geographically, uh, not that far, but, uh, but farther than, you know, not getting together in person all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. But we luckily we did meet. um, We had the chance we I've talked on this podcast a lot about the power of networking and going to in person events. And thank you to Carol, Carol Chantel Seguin and the Wow Ladies Group. Uh, We met at some networking events back in the summer, fall last year uh yeah in the summer so that was so wonderful to get together for some of carol's dinners and uh, just get to know each other and then um it's wonderful to be able to collaborate and do things like this so thanks again so much for taking the time i love it and um so with the guide i want to let everyone know where they can go where they can just pop their email into your opt-in to start that process of getting your guide So the easiest way is to just go straight to my website, which is sunflowersandbutterflies.ca. And as soon as you enter, it's right there at the top. You can just enter your email and uh, your name and you will get that guide. Wonderful. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's such a great way to just, you know, have it pen to paper and everyone's such different learners, right? Some people like to take things in, you know, whether it's audio visual. So it's awesome to have that and be able to put pen to paper and then to be able to just relate to others inside your Facebook group and get some of those healthy recipes and healthy tips. Um, Because sometimes we can focus on a few good things that work, but just you know, opening our eyes to, oh, I could try this or try that or, you know, and as the weather changes, you know, it can be time to try different activities, different outdoor activities. Um, Do you have any new and exciting activities that you're going to do in the summer? I'm going to go on a backpacking camping trip with my daughter. Oh, that sounds like fun in Ontario. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And which month? So, we'll, so during the summer, we're going to try it for October. Oh, in the fall. Oh, very nice. Yeah. That'll be beautiful. So, and is that something that you've done before, or this will be new? 
I've done a lot of camping. This will be my first backpacking trip. Okay. Okay. So you can focus on doing things to like strengthen the body and get some endurance building just to like build that stamina. Um, I'm here for you if you need any Pilates help. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes, yes. But yeah, building up and it's such, it's nice to have a goal like that and have a challenge to try something new and learn new skills. And I'm sure <clears throat> your daughter's really excited to be able to to share that like special vacation with you. Yep. Yes. Yes. You, she, do your kids, do your kids enjoy camping in general? Uh, one of them does. One of them does not. <laughs> so very different personalities. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even though both of them have been camping since they've been like babies. <laughs> and what about beach? Are you all beach people? Uh, we camp? can be at times. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on, yeah. do you have any nice beaches out in your area? Any nice, I'm sure nice walking trails and nature trails. There's a few around. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that. And um, so other ways to manage uh, fibromyalgia through your healthy living, um, do you enjoy cooking and meal prepping? Is that Has that been something that's helped you? Oh, definitely. Well, I love to cook anyways. Mm -hmm. And uh, for my own mental health, I need to have a plan. So I plan and prep. And uh in my membership site, I actually go a little bit more in detail of how I did that and why it's helpful for me of uh, planning my meals out. Um, also knowing like what foods make me feel good, what foods don't make me feel good, and then yeah. trying to make the best choices I can make. Mm -hmm. the, you are so right. The planning goes such a long way, like just having certain things prepared and ready, even if it's, I find even making uh, my kids lunches, like my head is like, I always say like 90% better now, but certain things I adapted back then where even just having the containers in a certain spot and having, you know, getting things in a certain mm -hmm. way so that there's less constant turning and, and shifting uh, just with like that head movement. Uh, it's, uh, it's just, just makes things more efficient, right? Having things planned yeah. out and knowing what works. And, uh, and yes, for food, for meal prep and food prep, and even I find, uh, clothes, right? Like if you're, whether you have to mm -hmm. go outside of the house or not, but just having, um, taking that decision-making fatigue out. So any places that we can decrease that. So if you know, you have like, oh, these are my great pants that I can wear during the day that are so comfortable. And then whatever I have to wear on top, like just having those quick, easy um, choices in your closet. So you don't have to, if, have you ever had a concussion? Yes. Three. Okay. okay. Did you ever have the ringing in your ears? Um, sometimes I think. Okay. I would get that a lot. And it sounded like that old um, fax machine noise, that dial up internet. Oh, sound. okay. 
And it would often happen when I was in my closet trying to decide what to wear. It would get so loud. This was when it was really bad. And I'm sure anyone that's had um, that type of ringing in the ears post-concussion can totally relate when you're like having to make decisions or having to follow a recipe Mm -hmm. or fill out a form. It just, it was, yeah, the most unbelievable uh, experience going through all that. So cheers that you are feeling, you know, so much more better than uh than before with that because yeah it's such a road and invisible illness we both know you know when people can't see what's going on um yeah. but there's there's so many layers to that so awesome job for like finding something that works to be able to work from home and you know find jobs that work for you that let your like uh creativity shine and just let the Because it's so much easier to adapt our day when we can find joy in like, you know, pockets of our work so that it's not, if if sitting is difficult for you, find something that you can be flexible during your day and be able to get up, right? So that you don't have to feel like your body is stuck doing something that's just not right for the time being. So cheers to finding ways to um, work, you know, as an entrepreneur and make things work and and being able to just put things out to the community and help with the with your guide and group and all that. Um, and thanks so much for attending some Pilates. It's so nice too. As I said, it's so fantastic to meet people at our fun networking events and then uh, take it further, whether we're all meeting up for coffee dates later, just collabing on certain projects, coming on the podcast, really? working, working out together. Uh, it's also awesome. And cheers again to Carol for just hosting such a fantastic group. We have such a fantastic group of ladies that, uh, that are so ready to support each other. Definitely. Yeah. 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 And winter activities, do you find, how's the body, um, as you go through different seasons, like, do you find you have to adapt a lot from winter to summer? yes yeah um this this winter I found it very challenging to get outside because it was very damp and very stormy a lot right and so that make everything more achy and it did yes yeah and there's the so I found that a bit challenging this past winter yes and I find there's the stress of slips and falls like when I'm way better now but back when I used to walk my kids to school when they were younger and it was we were having all those ice storms this was uh like pre-2020 there were so many ice storms and I oh my gosh would have looked like a 90 year old just scared to death that I was gonna (laughs) fall and hit my head again um yeah owning it totally uh yeah, it looks like a fool, but um, it is what it is. I was scared shitless to fall. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you can that. the things for the shoes, or yep, game changer. Oh, really? Okay, so yes, you'd feel very secure and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was still able to uh, maintain my my daily walks. Not this month, winter so much, but other winters I've still been able to because I've had my little ice picks on my shoes and yes. I can walk comfortably. And what about swimming and water things? Does your do your joints like that kind of exercise? I, yep, it's all right. Um, I can't go as hard as I would have once 
because it's just the endurance, it's the pushing against resistance. So there's a lot of other factors other than just fitness that comes right. into play. Right. Swimming. For sure. For sure. For sure. And aside and of course, the oh sorry, continue. The the temperature of the water. So if it's cold, well, that's just even worse. Everything tightens up. If it's warmer, makes it better, but you can't really control that. Right. Unless you're going to, yeah, like a, a pool where they're having yeah. um, aqua fit or whatever um, and checking out the temperatures. Yeah. That can be definitely key in how the body responds and uh, whether it's going to feel better or worse on the joints. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, being able to try things and see what works for the body and, uh, and just, yeah. And how your body responds the day after and the two days mm -hmm. after yeah, is that can really, um, and I find to treatment, like, um, have you had times where you've seen whether it be a physio or massage therapist or osteopath or anything like that? Yeah. Where you go and you feel okay. And then you come back and you feel worse than when you went for a day or right. two. Yes. 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 And depending how, on how sensitive the body is to like poking and prodding, right. Sometimes that can yeah. just clear things up that kind of assessment, uh, like assessment flare up. Um, well, I'm so glad that you found a lot of tools to like set you on your path to, you know, decrease the pain and get on that healing and just as we said, like those ways to check in and be present so that you're aware of, is this flaring it up? And is this making, you know, things feel better or worse and really listening to the body and going from there. And as you said, you know, things like hydrating and the foods that you eat and being able to plan things out and just where can we like reserve that energy um is so key so knowing yourself knowing your triggers um knowing you know as you said with you know whether it's getting headaches what kind of things are setting that off mm -hmm. and trying to just yeah be so aware of how can we improve on the daily um I have a few questions that I absolutely love asking all my guests so I'm going to ask you those if that's okay my first one is Tell me about a red flag moment that taught you some of your own lessons from the core. So in any area of life. Um, it's listening to that small little voice, I think. So often we just push it aside, but when you listen, you're like, okay, yes, I'm glad I listened. Or the times when you don't listen, you're like, oh, I can see I should have listened. Yes. And then reflecting on those and like, being really yep. aware. Yes. Yes. It's so key. Cause sometimes don't you find otherwise it just is going to keep repeating the same problem or whatever, whether, you know, in a different person, different place, different things. So yeah. Or you, or you just keep trying to like, are you sure? Maybe I shouldn't, maybe it's just this. And you keep trying to justify that little voice, but I think listening to it is, is so key. what you gotta do. Yes, yeah. you have to listen to those small whispers before they turn into those big, huge uh, knocks upside yeah. the head, which I'm very familiar with. <laughs> and um, tell me, I would love to know your, I always like to ask people about their favorite Pilates exercise or favorite exercise in general. Um, I really love kickboxing, mm -hmm. but um, when I did Pilates with you, I found 
it actually inspired me to get back to doing yoga. So it's very similar, the whole yes. holding yourself in the poses and feeling strong there. So nice. Awesome. Yes. Anytime you can get on the mat and get the body moving, get breathing, just get in the moment. It's such a good way yeah. to stress relief, uh, get that stress relief. And just anytime you can get thinking of your posture is so beneficial for whatever you're doing. If you're driving and you feel like you're hunching, if you're doing mm. standing yep. and doing the dishes and you feel like the neck is hurting, just having that awareness of um, how to improve the posture is so key. I love Definitely. that. And uh, my third question is, do you have any desire to write a book? Yes, I do. You do. Tell us about it. At some point, um, excuse me, I have the title already picked out. And um, it it's just basically looking at the positive side of having fibromyalgia. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, which is the beauty of so much, right? Being able to look on the bright side and and be able yeah. to take away. And then do you also have a membership group or a membership program for your community? Yes, I do. Okay. It's called Fearless Fibro Family. And I just launched, so I'm now accepting founding members. Oh, fantastic. Well, as I said, like, we'll yeah. be sure to link that up down below so that uh, everyone knows where to find you, Krista. And are you mostly on Instagram or both Instagram and Facebook? Um, I'm posting on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest almost daily. Oh, I love Pinterest. Love it. Yep. Good stuff. And, and uh, yeah. I can be reached through either one of those channels. Okay, fantastic. And with Pinterest, yeah. side note, um, did you do any fun learning of like all the Pinterest business ins and outs? Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> oh There's my gosh, we have to have a, a lot of other things to geek out on that. Isn't that, I had, I think yeah. there were a few people I was learning from at one point and I was the crap out of all of my links and it was so much fun because I absolutely love like fonts and Canva and making pins and stuff mm -hmm. um, so it was just like right up my alley um, but then shiny object I haven't done that in a little, little while but uh, you'll I'll go do some pinning today girl I'll pin this podcast when it's all done <laughs> we will both pin nice. this podcast link find this on yeah. Pinterest when we're all done isn't it so wicked though like it's so fun Pinterest and you can fun. get some really cool stats and engagement and stuff going down on there when you're consistent. So yeah. cheers to you on that because uh, it is a fantastic way and it is definitely like an untapped. So awesome job at getting your opt-in, your emails, showing up in all the places. It's so fun. I love it. I'm such, as I said, like an opt-in geek. I love like getting the document and then getting on that train of emails for people that I love to learn from. And, you know, um, mm -hmm. it's awesome. It's so, it's so, it's just such a great way to like repurpose all your stuff, right? Just one more place to show up and be top of mind. So here's girl yeah. for getting all that done. Cause it's like not an easy feat to like, you know, have it all. Yeah. It, it awesome. takes some planning for sure. It does. It does. But if your brain's into that, I hear you. It's uh, we have a, 
a yeah. special. That's why I'm all, it, actually, it was funny because while, so after I had that head injury, when I wasn't able to teach Pilates group classes, just because stuff going on in my periphery really bothered me, I was writing opt-ins and emails for a whole bunch of different businesses on the side, just because I couldn't like not, it was like driving me crazy and breaking my heart knowing that I was going to have to downsize or close my studio. I had a brick and mortar mm. for 11 years at the time. So I was just, there's that part of you that's just like dying inside. So you're just like, ah, yeah. what else can I do? So I was, yeah, I, I, um, for so many different businesses, I was writing their opt-ins and emails and I, uh, definitely geek out on that kind of thing. Oh, nice. <laughs> So, but anyways, Krista, I want to thank you so very much for taking the time to be on here today. And thanks so much for just putting out those tools with uh, everyone that's facing fibromyalgia and going through all the different things with chronic pain. There's so many things to deal with. And as we said, whether you have support through your family doctor and your other team of doctors or not, whether you found the right therapist in terms of like physio, massage, osteo, all that stuff, mm -hmm. um, finding the right ways to, as you said, like meal prep and plan and just shortcuts that have worked for other people. It's um, so nice to just get that out there and help others. So cheers to that. And thank you again for taking the time to be here. Thank you so much, Lisa, for inviting me as well. You are so welcome. And thanks again for being um, on episode number 20 of the Lessons from the Core podcast. And thanks again for sponsoring it from the Sunflowers and Butterflies Company. That's awesome. We're going to link everything down below. And thanks again. It's been so nice to spend time with you today. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.